Ian's hopping your TARDISes. You're listening to Doctor, huh? But who gave the angel a walkie-talkie? What the fuck is the doctor saying? I don't understand a goddamn word. Who's this River Song lady? Yeah. I don't know. It's a Doctor Who podcast where we watch Doctor Who in a random order. I'm your angel on the radio, Jordan. I'm Sam, and you're not going to believe this, but my phone has a flashlight built into it. <laughs> Damn, what are you, some kind of time traveler from the future? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Unprecedented technological advances. <laughs> you turn on your you turn on your phone flashlight and it makes the sonic screwdriver sound. Okay, look, let's. I'm just gonna say this right now. This is series five, episode five, Flesh and Stone, written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Adam Smith. Look, look, look. <laughs> we on our most recent Patreon bonus episode, Patreon.com/slash/PottingBros, about the Seventh Doctor serial Remembrance of the Daleks, which is good. We learned. That they wrote the sonic screwdriver out of the show with, like, the third Doctor, or maybe it was the third season, I don't remember, because they found that it made it impossible to write the show in a yeah, good way. Yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. I'm done with it. Get rid of it. Why? He's just, he's just... So much of this episode hinges on them not having a flashlight, and he's, like, using his sonic screwdriver to do everything he could ever want, but you're telling me that fucking thing can't make a beam of light shoot out of it? It has you're lights also, on it! You're also telling me that, like, these military Christians don't have flashlights in their kit? <laughs> they There was a line, like, early on, and this is the second of a two-parter about weeping angels, and so we missed the context. <laughs> the, part where but... the, the part where the bishop is like, budget cuts, am I right? But Amy says, like, all our flashlights, all our torches in it, are, are used up, or batteries dead, or Bogo's binted, or something. Get the fucking shake lights, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I you're dealing with weeping angels, you fucking idiots. They should have known in advance. <laughs> bring an extra flashlight. Just bring some batteries, dude. <laughs> God damn, these guys all deserve to be dead. I gotta say two things. Uh, number one, uh, this is the first episode uh, of our podcast, and we're only, what, five in now? This is our fifth episode. Fifth episode. Uh, it took five for me to get into the feeling that I feel when we were watching, like, season three of Kyle XY, and we'd see Kyle come on, and he'd be like, I have to reconfigure the computer and to plug in the <laughs> wires in. I'm just like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. That's how I'm feeling about Doctor Who today, where I, w- I, I sat down last night to watch this episode, and and 11th Doctor comes in, and he, we got, I've got a thing to do, and and wait, just, I have a plan, I'm thinking, shut up, I'm thinking! I'm just shut the fuck up, Doctor, I'm sick I- of this. I do need to say, I do need to say, uh, Seventh Doctor notwithstanding, The Rebel Flesh is still my favorite episode, and he is still the Doctor in it, so I'm not, I'm not gonna say that he ruins episodes for me. No, I think Stephen Moffat ruins episodes. I think Stephen Moffat ruins episodes, but... I also think No, I mean... I, I, I did like this episode. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I I, thought it was I liked it. I thought, I thought that it, it wasn't as good as it could have been. I think a big problem with it is that it's got too many things going on where it's like, okay, you've got the Weeping Angels. That's a cool concept. There's some really, like, interesting, scary, like, visuals in this. Uh, And you've also got, like, the crack in space-time that if you get sucked into it, you get, like, unwritten from reality. But only sometimes. But only sometimes. And and there's also... River River Song I'm just going to get this out of the way. Amy Pond has bites of dusto. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Killer Queen has is in her eye. 
it's there's just too many individual things going on that like one of these things would be a cool core concept for an episode. All of them is it's just too much. But also throughout the entire episode, the doctor is just just on one. He is just high energy. Bing, 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 bing. Like Donald Trump noises. Bing, mm-hmm. bing, bong, bong. And he's like, he's doing the fucking Sherlock thing where he's so smart that he can't take five seconds to explain anything to anyone because he's right. so smart. He's such a smart, special boy that his brain is too powerful for his mouth. And if he, and if he explains that he's got like Tom Foss put a bomb in his brain. Sorry. Tom Foss put a bomb <laughs> in his brain. And if he explains what he's thinking, it'll go. Once again, this is just like Sherlock. You can tell that Stephen Moffat wrote both of these annoying men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when he's just being like quirky, kind of annoying Tumblr guy, it's not so big, big of a deal. But when he's the main character in a TV show I'm trying to watch, and I don't want to hear a single fucking person be like, well, you didn't watch part one. No, <laughs> that's nothing to do with this. He's just sitting there this whole episode having a panic attack, making I want to, like, I want to, I want to give him one award for, for best guy. Oh no. Of the episode. Who is the doctor? This is this is going to be our it's, Star it's Traeger. A, it's narrow criteria. It's this is our Star Traeger where we give the Doctor award to whoever in the episode was the most Doctor, and every week it just goes to the Doctor. When we when we eventually random the five Doctors, it's going to be a tight race. For it's sure, going to be really hard. It's really it's not hard right now. Uh, I thought that he had one good moment, which was uh, Jorah Mormont s spit spit on grave when he died. I thought that Matt Smith was acting in that moment. They let him act oh, yeah, in a way that Jorah. wasn't annoying. I forgot the Jorah. I, I saw the guy and I said, why do I, why do I, it, why do I like, uh, have this instinct gripping me like an angel statue, putting me in a, <laughs> in a figure four leg lock, um, which is what happened to Jorah Mormont to spit on this man's grave when he died. Um, Okay. I, I will say, I had forgotten that it was Ian Glenn, because uh, we, uh, we did talk about and that. And so he takes his helmet off. Uh, and then I was well, like, oh, I yeah. just I was just noticing for the for a lot of the episode, I was like, this guy has a really familiar and very pleasant Punch. voice, and he and he keeps writing "Dear Khaleesi" and everything. <laughs> he's like a he's like the guy from uh, The Shining, whatever that guy's name, and I've never seen it, but he's yeah. just writing "Dear Khaleesi" on every. I believe I believe his name is Johnny. Pretty Carson. sure his name is Johnny. Yeah, because I think his name is definitely Johnny something. I think it's Johnny Carson, would, but yeah, he wouldn't lie. Previously um, on Doctor Who, so there's a part where they arrive on the spaceship Byzantium, and Amy gets out of the ship, and Bazoolium, she says, yeah. Bazoolium, and she says, "Where are we?" And more importantly. When are we? And that's the mm-hmm. first thing we see in the previously on. Right, right. This joke gets less funny every week, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna see how not funny a bit can get <laughs> in like a hundred episodes. So yeah, they River Song is here. Uh, I've got some thoughts on River Song, but we'll who get to is this. River? Who do you think? Maybe. maybe do you want me to just say the, now? Maybe here's the check in. Here's the check in. Here's the segment. Every episode with River Song in it, I want you to try to piece together the story as best you can for okay, us. Okay, I I will. I'll so this is to... this is our segment. <laughs> River Song check in. You want, you want me to one. take a take a swing at it right here, right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So I I should preface this with a she's disclaimer. in a lot of. This is gonna take a long time. She's in a lot of episodes. I, I want to put a disclaimer on this, and and you, you know that you're gonna give me the the classic interesting no comment interesting whatever no I comment, say. Of course, yes. But I want to put maybe a disclaimer that's what on this, this. Maybe that's what this segment is called interesting no comment of River Song <laughs> exploration. I'm gonna put a a disclaimer on this because. While while I'm going into this show with minimal knowledge, 
There is a lot of stuff that I have heard years ago that I may or may not be remembering correctly, okay? So, here is what I think is going on. Using only as much information from this episode as you can glean... Try not to try not to be dipping into your past memories, but you can well, use okay, it for, but, 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 but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that Jody Whitaker who said that as a past doctor, she was married to a woman. Okay, there was stuff in this episode that River said that implied that she has or will have a romance with the doctor. Okay, she said things. Uh, alluding to the idea that she, she, well, she did say straight up that she is a time traveler in, Mm -hmm. in, you know, I mean, so, so is he, so is Amy, all of his companions are time travelers, but the way that she talked to him suggested that they are traveling through time independent of one another, Mm -hmm. meaning that when they meet, it's not always in the same sequence for the two of them as Mm -hmm. the other. As in, she might meet him in this episode, knowing him better than he knows her. I Mm -hmm. think, from some stuff that she said, I think that she was married to David Tennant. Because she said something where he says, like, oh, oh, River, I could kiss you. And she says, maybe when you're older. And David Tennant is, like, ten years older than Matt Smith. So I think... That River Song was married to David Tennant. That's the doctor that Jodie Whittaker had. Er, that's the doctor that Jodie Whittaker had been when she was talking about that. And I think that River Song, for reasons that I can't possibly guess, <laughs> killed David Tennant and regenerated him into Matt Smith. And she that went to prison my, for it. And she and went to space prison for they it. They said that she could be pardoned if she was in the Suicide Squad with the with Jorah Mormont. She does join the Suicide Squad with some kind of Jorah Mormont. Interesting no comment. Um, I, I will say you're bang on about the, the non-linear nature of their relationship. Yeah, which that, is that why... felt a little bit unsubtle. I mean, I say unsubtle as if, I like, have been saying, if you're watching I have been... it in order, it, it might not be intended to be subtle. But she says something at the end that I thought was pretty explicit where where he was like oh until we meet again and she was like you'll you'll meet me soon i remember it well which i was like okay she's traveling through time differently than he is and i i did very openly and publicly say that uh, i believe that the river song storyline makes uh, equally as much sense no matter what order we watch it in so we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see how i feel about that but uh what yeah, if we... obviously if if everything that i said is completely correct nobody tell me <laughs> We already fucked it up because this isn't the case, but what if we just so happened to get the River Song storyline in order chronologically <laughs> for her? <laughs> we already be... did it, so it can't happen, but like imagine if we did. Oh man. This would this so could have cool. been a good podcast. Okay, previously really cool. on Doctor Who, River Song is here. They're following a ship. The angels are involved somehow. The weeping angels. If you you've don't know what the weeping guys, angels yeah. are play SCP yeah. video game and then you've you've got it. The idea of the Weeping Angels is that they are angel statues that are actually alien monsters, and they can't move when someone is looking at them because they are quantum-locked or whatever, but as soon as they are out of view, they can move around freely, and they're really strong and fast, and they'll kill you by crunching your bones. I actually, sorry, everything there was correct, um, except I see Stephen Moffat wrote this episode. It's not they're quantum-locked, it's that they're sure-locked. Have you seen that episode of Sherlock, by the way? (laughs) 
Which the one? one that's the one that says the phone password is I am sure locked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Stephen Moffat so much. Stephen, no. The Weeping Angels were good for one episode, and then after that, I have no interest in seeing them ever it's again. It's making me think of on Zero to Zero when we watched the Watchmen movie, and uh, Ozymandias' computer password was like, I'm Ozymandias, or something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Doctor says, don't, don't look the angels directly in the eyes. Look at their bodies, and they'll get Quantum Sherlocked, but don't look them in the eyes. And then we see dust coming out of one of Amy's eyes. So something happened with Killer that. Killer Queen. They, they end up uh, surrounded by angel statues. The doctor shoots something with a gun. Literally doctor, a gun. Seeing the doctor with a gun. Also, they're uh, with a bunch of army guys. And they're very they're all Christian for some reason. I didn't get yes. that. They're like well, they're Christian soldiers. Yeah, here. I'll, I'll finish the previous song because we're at the very end. He, he uh, says, jump on my signal. That's the, that's the previous song. So thing. cool when he has a I gun. I thought... I thought it was it was interesting that they because the the army guys are called clerics clerics and the which, leader is called bishop. Yeah, and I don't know. I thought it was interesting like the Pedro. idea of like sort of like sci-fi future like paladins kind of who are like yeah, holy was, men with weapons. I don't know. I, I like the, kind of, kind I like the concept. I wish they had like leaned into the design a little more because they were dressed like boring army men. Yeah, There's I agree. Nothing, it, it nothing would have been pretty cool if they were wearing like. Like camo robes, or something yeah. yeah. Like they're that. wearing like World of Warcraft paladin armor, and they all have they're wearing swords. like they're wearing Kevlar Pope hats. They're just they're just dressed up like they're going to church. They're just wearing their Sunday best. <laughs> um. So what what happened in the previously on? He shoots a thing, and it like disables the gravity or something. So so they all wake up like they're like or not wake up, yeah. but they like Amy's get up like, on the like, underside of the ship, I guess. He's, Upside down? Yeah, they're like on the floor above where they were. Amy says, where are we? And then the doctor says, more importantly, which orientation up are we, up are we he says. Um, yeah, a lot of this episode is kind of hard to summarize because a lot of the screen time is being eaten up by my aforementioned, the doctor is just on one. <laughs> His brain is moving so fast he can't even get words out. And every time anyone asks what he's doing or thinking or saying or being... He'll literally tell them to shut up. He says shut up like two or three times in this episode. And he's like, mm-hmm. I mean, for re- for reference, you could just watch like any episode of Sherlock and you would get the same effect um, of him in his stupid little mind palace trying it's to solve It's a great episode, problem. though, for people who like counting. If you like counting um, and you like Amy Pond and you also like dirty Converse shoes, those three things in, – in a bed, by the way – um, don't don't think I didn't notice that, Sam. Uh, it's a good week to be one of those people, um, but it's not a really good week to be a Doctor Who viewer. I don't no. think so. So the Doctor like opens the door. The angels are approaching them. So we we don't need to repeat this constantly throughout the episode. But just know that whenever the angels are around, the the clerics with their guns are like like staring at them so but it also kind of seems like the angels don't give a shit when you're looking at them sometimes did you notice that like sometimes well like they'll flicker the lights or they'll like they'll just keep moving sometimes we even see the angels when the lights flicker what do you mean because it's about whether or not you can see them not whether or not you're looking at them i know but i just feel like they were moving like they would just keep advancing even if the lights are on and people were looking at them they'd be like they're getting closer I don't think we... Uh, there's one scene at the end that is 
a different circumstance, but I don't know. I, I didn't think that we ever saw them moving. I we feel like they them, only moved no, no, when no, the no, lights no. were out. We see them move, but I feel like there were times where they moved where they shouldn't have moved. But also, there's this thing that's like, even if you're looking at them, the weeping angels will do whatever they can to get you to not look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, I loved the weeping angels in the first episode that they were in. And then I think Blink, the big guy, I believe, is Blink right? was a good episode. I mean, I don't know if it was a good, it was a good episode if you were 14. Oh, um, speaking of which, I should say, I, I was doing a little, a little light Wikipedia-ing. Apparently this is widely considered one of the all-time greatest Doctor Who episodes. This one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. This one right here? This yeah. one was not very good. I mean, I think I the, still, I still, I, again, I, I did like it. It was, it was not a, like the, the, I mean, maybe if we watched the first part, I would be regretting my words and deeds. But I mean, I I remember vaguely this episode, um, and I even remember back when I liked it. I was just like, eh. eh. Really? No, I eh. I don't know. I I thought that a lot of a lot of it worked. It's just again, I I'm just it's being held down by the fact that I just don't like this doctor very much. I not just very much at all. He's generally fairly annoying. Again, not always. Oh, I did oh. notice something interesting. Uh, so, so uh, Jorah Mormont Man is named Octavian because they're all like Octavian Bishop, <laughs> Octavian Christian. That, My name is that Christian. was his name, right? I don't think it was his rank. I thought it was his rank, Bishop Octavian. But it was on his on his uniform. Yeah, it didn't the name make any Bishop. sense anyway. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but he, he says that the angels are starting to look more and more like the angels. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. Uh, something I, I didn't about have part context one. on that. Mm-mm. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, they, they get into the ship, uh, but the, this is where the power starts to fail. The lights are flickering. When the lights go out, the angels appear closer to them. It's creepy. Uh, but the doctor says, I can't open the door without rerouting all of the power to it, including the this, lights. Okay, this was good. I, this part was pretty cool. Um, this was this though is where Amy is like, but Doctor, our flashlights aren't. But Doctor, all of our flashlights got eaten by the the sea devils. I forgot them. It's like a callback to something two seasons before. But Doctor, don't you remember in episode uh, season four, episode five, you made flashlights not exist anymore by rewriting the timeline? <laughs> uh, I do need to say uh, this is one of my defining problems with this Doctor because you know we watched the Seventh Doctor for Patreon and we loved him. He's I love weird, him so much. He's quirky. He he's like overly verbose. And in a way that was really fun. I think a problem that I have with this Doctor is that he does the same kind of stuff, but everyone is, like, patting him on the back for how weird he is all the time. In Nobody... a way that is so grating. And here's a perfect example of this. I say I, I say everyone. I mean the writing itself. But Yeah, the show uh, itself is just like, we. He's, so, he's our special super boy and we love him and never change him. Because there's this exchange here with River and Octavian where he's like, do you trust him? Because I've lost a lot of good clerics today. And she says, I absolutely trust him. And he says, so he's not some kind of madman then? And she pauses and goes, ha, 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 I ha, absolutely ha, ha. trust him. So funny. Nice. So funny. He's a madman, but he's, God damn it, he's the madman we need right now. He's a manic pixie dream boy, Tumblr sexy man. I just, I, 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 I want to like him. I really do. I really, I really want to enjoy him. But I, I just have this like 
nervous sinking feeling in my stomach that every time we roll an episode, I'm going to be crossing my fingers. Please, not 11th Doctor again. Please. There was one scene in this episode where I liked him, but in order to make that happen, they had to make Amy really bad for a minute. <laughs> she had the, She had her... There was going to be a subplot where her mind got, like, kidnapped by, a, by an alien or something to explain we'll, why we'll that... We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get uh, it later. So... So okay, this is a this is a cool moment though because oh, and, and we should also mention this is where Octavian like leans into River and is like, if if you fuck this up, I will tell the Doctor who you really are because this only works as long as he doesn't know. I like so, the idea that Octavian, if this plan fails and they all die up in heaven, I guess. Well, he's Christian. He'll mm-hmm. explain to the Doctor who who will not go to heaven because he's not human. Uh, though I guess we don't know if these guys are well. Human I mean. Either. I'm I'm assuming he knows that even if this all goes wrong, the doctor will still survive. <laughs> this is know. something I've been thinking about frequently is like what are there circumstances where the doctor like if you if you like crush him into a little cube or like vaporize him to dust, which is definitely a thing that could happen, will he still like come back together? Will Crazy Diamond See, I don't know because put him back I, together? I know very, very little about how the regenerations work. I mean, we like, only get to I, see. I don't know it, like, if it's just like if his heart stops, he he becomes a new person. Uh, 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 excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You fucking hearts, hearts, plural. You. Oh, does he you have f- multiple hearts? Oh, did you not know that? Oh, he's got no. two of them. He's got two of them. That's there fine. He's got he's got two hearts. He's got eight balls. It's fine. <laughs> he's got. He's. he's I don't know why JoJo is just pouring out of my mouth like a conduit. Well, I referenced yeah. eight balls because I knew that yeah. you would know what I was referencing. Okay. So I thought this was a cool moment, though, because they reroute the power. The lights go out. And he's he before they do this, obviously, he's like, as soon as those lights go out, just open fire and don't stop firing. Because while they are very fast and strong, they don't want to get shot with bullets. So they turn the lights off, and everyone just starts firing. Oh, I thought it was because they could see them with the muzzle flash of their guns. Oh, maybe. I actually don't know. But yeah, I, it, it yeah. is It is like the muzzle flash keeps lighting the room up just enough that the angels get frozen as they're approaching. It's a really, it's a cool effect. I like it. It's pretty cool. Uh, and when the, I like that, uh, sometimes the angels just look like normal, like angel statues, and then sometimes they go, ah, um, um, in a way that would scare like a, a, like a fucking baby. I'm not scared. I'm not even kind of scared. <laughs> I'm not sc- scared of any angels. Uh, but, um... They're yeah. in, like, the command center or whatever. Right. Is this when Amy starts counting? When she starts teaching us our numbers? Oh, oh, I, I didn't mention the first... Because I literally was... I It didn't even register as a thing with me that the doctor's like, Okay, Amy, as soon as those lights go out, give the door handle four turns. And she Ten says, turns. Ten and he's yeah. like, no, four. No, four. Like, right, idiot. yeah, four. You fucking idiot. Uh, so yeah, we. Uh, it happens again here where he's like, he's like, okay, we've got five minutes. And she goes, nine. Nine. And, she, and he's like, what? Why did you say nine? And she's like, I didn't say nine. What are you talking about? The uh, the Christian soldiers um, have magnetic devices that stop weeping angels from turning cranks. That's the only application I can imagine for these devices. <laughs> um, I like this scene actually because so they uh, I like the weeping angels more when they're not visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, because it makes you wonder if you could like, see what are them. They doing? What what does it look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
yeah, he puts the this like magnetic well, thing on the door that's supposed is... to like hold the handle in place. Well, like the first thing like, that happens that'll is that'll stop like, them. Cranks... They can't turn that yeah. now, and then it just it starts, starts going... turning. <laughs> and the doctor's like, "No, it, it is helping though." Yeah, he's like, "We got we got five minutes till they open." And then she goes, nine minutes." That's where she says that. Um, and then they're just once again. A lot of this episode is just the doctor going, "Okay, well, what are we gonna do?" And then and, and, and then every time someone think, asks him, "Think, think, yeah, he's he's just perpetually having brain blasts and not telling us what they are. Uh, but I did I did think this conceptually was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. This this is a cool he's it's a like, cool visual, and like, where I, we, I like the idea of it. And yeah, it, it's, it's like, like where it's a we good idea. Go? Where... We're trapped in here. What are we gonna do? And he's like thinking. And he's like, well, this is a galactic class spaceship. That means it has to make it, it can go several years without reaching a planet so what kind of resources do they need and then they're like someone says something about food and he says no 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 not food oxygen there must be some kind of oxygen i'm doing my best impression of matt smith imagine this for 45 <laughs> minutes oxygen factory where there has to be a place where the oxygen gets made but the clamps it, the clamps, the clamps, it, yeah, the clamps. If, I, if i unclamp this if i un- and, and then amy's like doctor what are you talking about and he's like shut up he literally tells people to shut up when he's you don't interrupt our very special boy when he's thinking his very special thoughts i'm being smart shut up if I and explain yeah, he, what I'm thinking, I'm, I'll, I'll die. He like opens up the wall, and there's like a whole like forest behind behind it, which looks very cool. And it looks cool. I like the and it's it's like a big forest running right through the middle of this giant spaceship. That's just that's just that's cool. Also, the forests are made of tree borgs. They're yeah, trees and they're like wired throughout the ship so that they absorb starlight uh, sure. to produce oxygen. I don't sure. know. It's it's silly, but I I kind of liked it. Okay, here's but, the thing. Okay, 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 uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite moments in the episode is here because Amy doesn't know that she's counting. No. But when she counts, it's when it seems to be when she would have said something else. And what I mean by that is that she sees the forest and she's like really amazed by it and she goes, Eight! <laughs> Eight. 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 Also, every time she says a number, it plays like a scary sting. Yeah, it's like Bleh. it plays the noise that you that it plays when you see Slender Man in the video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of, uh, oh, and then it happens again. By the way, the doctor's like, "Are you impressed, Amy?" And she goes, seven. <laughs> hornily, seven. Um, we get a call from okay. I this is like, so fucking weird. This is so weird, and I, I bet, could not decide if I liked it or not. I I like it conceptually, but the it's got the t- it's got the stink. It's got the stink of of Doctor on it because they get a call over the like walkie talkie from one Angel of the we- Bob. Yeah, so it's so obviously to me that Matt Smith was like, "Oh, we need a name. We need a name. I'll call you Angel Bob. I'll call you Angel Bob." And it's I like, was wondering at first because. I mean, it became pretty clear pretty fast, but at first I had assumed that this was, like, this was, like, a weirdo human who is, like, serving the angels in some capacity, but this, this is one of the angels communicating over the radio. I don't, I don't know how that's working. Maybe we would know if we saw last Yeah, last last time. time, I bet he was, like, one of the clerics or something has been jacked by the angels or his consciousness is communicating. these angels, they keep cranking and jacking. Cranking and jacking. They gotta they're get just, it together. Yeah, that's their eyes aren't the only thing that's weeping. That's what I'll say. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, but this part was pretty pretty messed up uh, in a way that I liked. So the Angel Bob, which just 
just terrible. Just terrible. I mean, it kind of ruins the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> kind of fucks it all up, doesn't it? Uh, but, like, the, the doctor is talking to the angel over the radio, and, uh, and he's like, they're in Amy's eye. They're in her eye. Okay, and, and, I, I have to, yeah. I have to correct you on this, because Uh-oh. I, th- I think that one of the, one of the things that made it hardest for me to decide if I liked it or disliked it is the fact that Angel Bob over the radio has the most bored voice where he's just like, Doctor, what exactly do you think you're going to achieve in there? <laughs> oh, it's you know Ash- we're, <laughs> Can we just you know do we're feasting voice? outside. You know we're we're almost outside. strong enough to consume all the stars beyond. <laughs> Who hired this guy? I mean, I guess, I guess their idea was that the angels wouldn't be like, "That's right, Doctor, you fool! Our plan is coming to fruition." Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, it's hard for me to really judge this because I don't know what the fuck the angels even are. I don't think uh, it's one. I don't mo- think okay, it's ever explained. What? Yeah, you okay. The, the doctor like the- has a doctor moment here that I, I did kind of enjoy. Uh oh. Which is, which is the doctor is like. Huh, well, while you're out there, uh, while you're out there eating radiation or whatever, we're in here enjoying some comfy chairs. And Angel Bob is like, "Oh, I do like have that. We have no need of comfy chairs." And the doctor's just like, uh, "Yeah, I knew you would say that. I just wanted to get you to say the phrase comfy chairs.'" <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, that, anyway, that was that was just a silly little non sequitur moment, and I did like it. Every once in a while, it gets a good one, but it's like it's like one good one against fifty bad ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, so oh, and then the, Amy goes <laughs> six. She says, "Ha ha ha! You're so funny, six. Um, you're the, so sexy, doctor. You're so. Snipsy. I would love to five you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up." Uh, but I did like this part where the doctor, so the doctor, the angel Bob is like, we are going to take over all of time and, oh, all of time and space, my friend. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor's like, there's not enough power on the Byzantium to take over all of time and space. And then there, you hear like, <laughs> you hear like this horrible screeching noise. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then the, the doctor's oh, like, oh yeah, I liked this where, where yeah. the doctor's like, what, what the hell was that? And the angel is like. I don't really know how best to explain it to you in terms you would understand, but essentially we're laughing at you. <laughs> and then he says, <laughs> I, like, I like that. He says, like, the doctor in the TARDIS hasn't, the doctor in the TARDIS hasn't noticed. <laughs> oh no, it's and Angel then, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Angel Kyle on the radio! Um, and then, and then he's like, huh? And then he looks up and he sees the big crack from uh, from the Beast Below, a first appearance. Yeah, it Beast turns out Below. that it wasn't just Starship UK breaking. It wasn't Starship UK. <laughs> that would be so funny if that episode ends with, like, all's well that ends well, and then the ship <laughs> just gets a big crack in it and everyone dies. Uh, this is a small thing, but I did want to give Steven a little bit of credit because... Don't do that. Don't... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can compliment... Listen, listen, listen. Shut up, shut up. Okay, okay. Shut up! Shut, shut up! up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I I expected him to do this in a way that I would have found annoying, and he didn't. Which is, when the doctor finds out, because Bob says, like, oh, we're in Amy's eye. And he checks out her eye. And what I thought she was going to do was that she was going to go, doctor, I'm five. <laughs> I mean, fine. But what she does instead is that, she, is that she's like, doctor, please, I'm five. I mean, five. I mean, five. <laughs> I mean, fine. <laughs> That was good. I don't know why. The fact that she, like, actually had trouble not saying five for an extended amount of time. I don't know why. I thought that was really funny. 
What is a... It kind of undercuts the tension of this, but... Yeah. Oh, also, the doctor asks Angel Angel Kyle um, why Amy is counting what she's counting down to, and uh, and he's just like, the angels are making her count to scare her. Like, she's <laughs> yeah, not doing it for any... just like, we're doing this to fuck, to with, fuck you. with you. Yeah. Like... Oh, 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 oh. oh. Uh, this is important. Because we saw the crack on Starship UK in the Beast uh-huh. Below. This is our first time learning that this crack, there's a little more to it than that. Because Amy says that when she was a little girl and she met the Doctor, there was a crack like this exact crack, the exact same shape, in her bedroom wall. Oh yeah, that's something I remember from the show. I do actually remember this plot point vaguely. Okay, um, I don't know why you said it sarcastically then. I don't know. I, I meant to say it sincerely, <laughs> but I just came out that way. I, I have a lot of trouble with saying things sincerely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so the doctor turns around and he sees a huge crack in the, in the, the big glowy crack that always has the same shape. And he spends the rest of the episode gesturing wildly and going, oh, what is this? Time, 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 time. Oh he my God, I'm sorry. Point. Did you see the part where he, he points his finger up and then he rotates it, he rotates it one direction, he rotates it clockwise, and then he rotates it counterclockwise. That fucking pissed me off. Yeah, I don't remember. I think that is in my notes when it happens, but I don't remember. We get a little flashback to the doctor uh, uh, when Amy was a child examining the, the wall crack. And he says, it's two parts of space and time that never should have touched. Uh, I do want to say at this point, because you were joking about this... I I totally forgot. I literally was talking to Lauren about this episode, and I was like, he's gone full Kyle XY. There's literally a part where he's like, time. How can anyone be out of time? <laughs> That's like one of our most recurring things that we made we fun of Kyle XY minutes, for 27.6 seconds to take care of the Weeping Angels. Uh, so, yeah, the, they all go into the forest, uh, This seems to me, okay, hold on. To me, the fact that they just, like, go into the middle of the forest and sit there seems like the worst thing they could possibly have done in this situation. (laughs) Like, okay, we're going to go to a place where there's 360 degrees of approach for these weeping angels, my guys. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the idea was that they, they were... I mean, there was no way they were going to survive but trapped why is, in that room. They they all sit down. I, I guess Amy has to close her eyes at that one point. Yeah, because um, they, a, they weren't a, expecting Amy to have medical problem. I have sub-theory that I think that all of the clerics are fucking idiots because of something <laughs> that happens later. Okay, yeah, we'll fucking talk about that. Yeah, but, we'll uh, get there. So, so, yeah, they go into the forest. Uh, oh, I totally forgot to mention because I said... Uh, at one point that I was going to be on the lookout for when Amy gets clothes because yeah, she in has the clothes. beast below she's wearing her nightgown. Yeah, she has. She's not wearing a nightgown in this, but also we've got a new one because the doctor loses his coat. And I think yeah. in the next time on Doctor Who, he still doesn't have a coat. He doesn't have his, his like tweed jacket. Oh yeah. 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 Looking like, um, looking like Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter. Sorry to all the fashionistas out there. I do use the words coat and jacket completely interchangeably. I have no I, idea what they what they mean. Who legend knows? has it they mean different things, but I've never known. Uh so yeah, one of the angels like grabs him from behind uh and and he has to like wriggle out of his jacket to get away. 
I feel very um, much like this was a uh, this is a a uh, commercial break moment. I also have a minor criticism of the format of the show, but I don't feel I'm not sure if I feel like it's a, a reasonable criticism. But I know this is I'll a, decide. I know this is a show for babies, like it's a show for children. Um, and I also know that, like, I don't know. Uh, but but the doctor. That was very philosophical. You know that you don't yeah, know. I don't that's know that. Nice. I, that's really I know cool. that I don't know. What do we know? We know nothing. We know shut time. Up. Is, shut, shut up. Shut up. up. Shut up. Uh, but uh, I think that this show has a bit of a problem where if they're going to put the doctor in dangerous situations, like, I I sit there and I, as an adult, I say, huh, I know nothing's going to happen to him because he's the doctor and he's there's a lot of episodes left. But I don't uh-huh. know. I feel like the threats... Whenever no, the that's a bullshit him- criticism that you Whenever have there. the doctor himself faces threats, whenever people face threats on the show, that's one thing. But whenever the show is going to be like, oh, watch out, the doctor's going to get got, I'm like, no, he's not. What are you talking about? I'm not scared I get, for him. I guess the I guess the, the tension, though, is even though we know the doctor's going to make it out of this, uh, the fact that he might be incapacitated could potentially be very bad for the yeah, people he's ne- with. <laughs> his ne- well, I think that if I was running this show, after a certain point, uh, we get rid of the fucking limitations on the the regeneration cycle, and doctors are regenerating multiple times per episode. So Amy Pond <laughs> sits down in the forest, and this different dude but, comes along. Okay, can I can I tweak that a little yeah. bit? Uh, he can regenerate. As long as he has an extra guy. And in the top left corner, there's always a See, lives counter. He has to manage his lives. But yeah, he just comes They back go into the d- forest and he's like, excellent, a forest. I could probably find a green shroom here. <laughs> he's just always on the lookout. And he comes back. Amy's like, what happened? He's like, Amy, here, can you wedge this turtle shell between these two blocks? Who are you? What happened? I'm the doctor. The angels got me. It's a different guy every time. I'm the doctor. The little lives face changes every time he dies. <laughs> he, every t- he wears like increasingly zany outfits each time he comes back. He just, wearing, <laughs> he just like, keeps the- reincarnating with more and more layers. He's wearing like multiple hats and multiple coats, and he's got two popped collars and two pairs of sunglasses <laughs> and a wristwatch on each hand to show that he's a time traveler. Every time he regenerates, he piles on another affectation. <laughs> At some point, like, like ten episodes from now, every word that he says is just like a catchphrase. He's just like, Alonzi, Geronimo, Alonzi, Wibble, Wibble, Beep, Wop, Wibbly, Okay. But Amy's there. She's like, don't worry. I've been with, I've been around long enough to know it. I can interpret. She's like translating for him. He means, help me. My three spines are being crushed under the weight of all of these hats. He's, he told you, River, he said, shut up. <laughs> okay, so River, who I don't remember if we said this, she's called Doctor Song by, yeah, by Octavian she, at some point. She's just, yeah, she's a doctor, and she's, she's like, okay, Amy is like, she's like breathing really heavily. She's like, give me the medical scanner, which is just seemingly a blood pressure tester. <laughs> I loved that so much. I was thinking, I, I have trouble figuring out like what time period we're in and what Star Trek technology they have because at some point they say beam up, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but also they have regular guns and they have a blood pressure cuff to see, you know, oh man, you've, you gotta, you gotta take some beta I mean, blockers. Look, we're always gonna be testing people's blood pressure. This is like, I, I don't know why, like, Doctor Who just brings the Star Trek out of me, but there's an episode of Star Trek, you say that, there's an episode of Star Trek where Picard has a headache and he goes to see Dr. Crusher in the med bay and she says, we Okay, now elimin- hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Yes. I haven't it, seen have, much Next Generation. You're having a problem with the name Dr. Crusher? I would be a little bit concerned if I had to go see Dr. Crusher her about my is, headache. <laughs> her name is Beverly Crusher. I don't know what to tell you. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll help you out. Just lie, down on, <laughs> just lie down on the hydraulic press. I don't know how I've seen so much of that show and it's never, like, phased me that the doctor's name is Beverly Crusher. Anyway, he goes to see the doctor in the med bay. Not that one. Um, and uh, she's like... But Picard, we've, humanity has eliminated, nobody's had a headache for hundreds of years. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, we got rid of those? Oh, good for us. I know, right? I can't wait. Uh, so, so they are, they are scanning her blood pressure. Uh, she says four. Um, oh, we, uh, we get a, a, fu- a funny little doctor moment. Uh-oh. Uh, which Watch is out, everybody. That Clear the floor. He, when he slips away from the angels, he realizes that they are like distracted because they're like reaching up to the crack, and right. uh, he's he's like, you know, you can't feed on pure time energy. Uh, and then he he runs away, leaving his jacket behind, and he's like, "Let this be a lesson to you: never let me talk for too long." Which I I agree, am inclined to agree with. I need like a roll of duct tape for this guy just to shut him up every once in a while. But if you look away, he's like a weeping angel. If you look away, the duct tape disappears. Damn. Um, so uh, they this scan, is where we learn yeah. that uh, the clerics are here specifically to destroy the angels. That is what their mission is. That's a pretty good mission. Hard um, to argue with that one. <laughs> I don't know. This 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 is it, Chief. This was a. I didn't understand this moment where River replied. Uh, the Doctor, by the way, is still uh, with the angels at this point. Uh, but River is like. Are they, like, seeing each other? Yeah. River is like, Bishop, uh, my highest priority is to keep the Doctor alive. If he's dead, I'll never forgive myself. And if he's alive, I'll never forgive him. And, oh, God, he's standing right behind me, isn't oh, he? We- written by Joss Whedon, huh? <sighs> oh, my But I also God. just don't know what the fuck... Like, that was a line that was written to sound really cool and meaningful, but it meant nothing to me. Yep, that's 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 Stephen Moffat for you. That's just every... Everything he writes Like, people like don't that. fucking say shit like that, Stephen. Uh... Uh... Oh, here, okay. This was a doctor moment that I liked. There's another. There's a few. Of I them like in this. Here. Is, this this series is less about this episode is less about us describing an episode of Doctor Who and more us evaluating various doctor moments as to whether yeah. or not we like them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, this episode, this podcast is called. We're renaming it "Diagnosing the Doctor," and he is talking to Amy, who's like, "What's wrong with me?" And River's like, "Nothing. You're gonna be fine." And the doctor's like, "No, everything. You're going to die." He says that something, uh, both Amy Pond's situation and the crack are extremely very not good, he says. And he's, like, yeah, scanning yeah. her with the Sonic because that's all he can do. So when he, they ask- he says, because we didn't, we didn't see this, but he, he mentions that last episode there was, like, an angel on the screen I that remember she that. must have made yeah. eye contact with. I remember very clearly 
in part one of this episode that they, it reveals that images of weeping angels are also weeping angels. Which, so you know, she, I mean, if the idea is, like, about whether or not they're being observed and all that, like, I guess I can see the logic in that. Yeah, it it only kind of makes sense to me. It makes sense that if you look at an angel on a TV screen or something, they can't move. But it doesn't make sense that if you take a picture of a weeping angel, it becomes a weeping angel. But whatever. Yeah, uh, it, it it was it was sci-fi bullshit, but it, to a degree so that I don't think I cared about. There's an angel in her brain. Uh huh. And it's gonna. Eh? It's good. Is it gonna like crawl out of her eye? Is she gonna turn into a weeping angel? They they seem to suggest that it will take over her and she will be like erased and become the angel. Okay, I mean, if 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 that's what it wants to do, that's fine. I, the I good can, news. I can... The good news is it doesn't matter because it doesn't happen. And as far as I can understand it, every single weeping angel is completely non-existed after this episode. Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd certainly hope so. Uh, so they tell Amy that the only thing that she can do, cause she's like, keeps counting and she's at like three or two or something. Um, and she, uh, the only thing that she can do to protect herself is to close her eyes and starve mm-hmm. the angel of, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, oh, well, okay. He, he compares it to, uh, if you, if you want to shut down your breathing, you don't supply your lungs with oxygen. He says, if you want to shut me down, you keep me from talking. If you want, if you want to <laughs> deprive something that feeds on visual input, just fucking close your eyes. This seems like the worst thing to do in a room full of weeping angels, which I guess is the point. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's what the stakes are. Good point. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, she says three and the doctor's like, okay, you need to close your eyes, uh, right now. Uh, and he says, like, if you open your eyes again, even for more than, like, a second, that might be all It's like a big crack in a wall. You might die. Yeah. Um, uh, so she closes her eyes. There's, like, a heart rate spike as the angel is like, ah, but then it goes back to normal. Uh, and so there's a moment where they're like, oh, she's fine. And they're like, no, 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 she's not fine. She's got an angel in her brain. And if she opens her eyes, she'll die immediately. Uh, yeah. So the doctor's plan not is immediately. That's very important. Not right. immediately, but She'll probably pretty seconds. quickly. Yeah. So the doctor says, "Okay, I'm going to go with Jorah Mormont and River Song, and we're going to go figure out what to do." And then the remain- flight deck. The remaining clerics, <laughs> dumb and dumber, and Pedro, <laughs> dumb, dumber, dumber, er, 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 and the and dumbest, dumbest, and is this, 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 dumbest this. motherfucker to ever live. You guys stay here with Amy and look at the angels and just sit there and don't do anything because all you got to do is look at the angels and wait. And they're like, okay, I think their can- I think their names are. There's Marco. I think there's a Philip. There's dumb fuck, and then Tom Foss. I think. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, and then and then a- Amy's really. Oh, this is this is yeah. where he fucking says his line where where he's like, "We're gonna we're just gonna go to the flight deck, neutralize the angels, and save Amy." And Rivers like, "How?" And he says, "I'll oh. do a thing." And she says, "What thing?" And he says, "It's a thing in progress. Respect the thing." And he says, "If I tell you what I'm planning on doing, the bomb will go off in my brain, and I'll die, and I won't be able to regenerate." So that sucks. Uh, yeah, Amy's like, also, Amy's like. Please don't leave me. I'm very scared. There's an angel in my brain. Please don't leave me. And he's like, no, no, no. I gotta go. You stay here. These guys will take care of you. Is this the part where where uh, where she says she says like you're lying to me? 
And he says, well, if I told you the truth all the time, you wouldn't have to trust me. And it was like, that's a shitty thing to say. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Uh, also in here, uh, Octavian is like, I'm going with you. I go wherever Dr. Song goes. And he says, are you engaged or something? And he says, in a in manner a way, of speaking. Yeah. Which, and then we find really. out, Yeah, we find, I don't understand why he can't just in this moment be like, He no, has like she, custody of her yeah. because she's, she's like on Suicide a mission squad. to earn a pardon from space prison. <laughs> from space Christians. Yeah. Um, once again, I don't, I don't get this whole, I don't get this whole, like, why is the doctor, like, I'm lying to, I just don't, I'm thinking back to my favorite doctor now, who's Dr. Seven, um, and I just don't feel like that's his thing, is like, he's a liar. I don't think he's a liar, I think he's just doesn't have patience with people who don't listen to him. Well, there you go. I don't go. know why this guy's a fucking liar. And he's a lie just like, of omission because he doesn't what fucking he, tell anyone but anything. But what is he lying about? Like, I, I don't know. We haven't seen him lie. He just Yeah, also there was a whole point, the whole thing that I was saying where, where he was he was like, no, Amy, you're fucked. You're going to die. And River's yeah. like, what, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I have to I'm be honest gonna... with her. Yeah, like he's he's very honest and direct about I I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I, well, wait, wait, wait. Was it, was it if I told you the truth, you wouldn't have to trust me? Yeah. Or was it if I told you everything... You wouldn't it have was, to trust I me. I believe it was specifically, if I always told the truth, you'd, you wouldn't have to trust me, was what he said. Mm. Well, anyway, like whatever the case, uh, we learn here, uh, oh, I don't, okay, I don't know what the fuck the point of the vague, like, in a manner of speaking th- thing was, because the next scene is that uh, Bishop is like, yeah, Dr. Song is in my custody. There was a little uh, bit that we, she's there was a, uh, detained in Storm Cage Containment Facility, and she's trying to earn a pardon. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about when he's talking to Amy. Because, uh-huh. um, once again, he, he's like, I gotta leave you, Amy's freaking out. Um, he says that thing about, if I always told you the truth, you wouldn't have to trust me. Um, and then uh, she's, like, panicking about the crack. Because that crack is significant to her. Because uh-huh. it was there when she was a child. And then he says, okay, I want you to remember... Uh, I want you to remember yes, that yes, thing yes, I told yes, yes. you when you were a little girl. And she was like, what thing? And then he says, that's the point. And then, because he can't fucking say anything ever. And well, then he he's what he's saying, and I, I will potentially hand this to him, because I don't actually know what he's referring to yet. But he says, like, the point isn't for me to tell you. The point is for you to remember what I said. So I, I don't, without knowing what it is, I can't really judge whether I'm going to take a crack at to... it and guess it was <laughs> something along the lines of bibbly bibbly dibbly doo <laughs> What you're taking a what at it? Haha. <laughs> a crack at it? It's the episode's about it. Uh back with Dr. Song and Octavian, he's like scanning the crack with something, and he gets a date. It's it's the date of the weird space-time explosion that is c- causing the cracks. He says something he about says, I can't read the code. Uh someone's uh River Song says can you translate it for someone who can't read the fundamental code of the universe or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, he says that the the explosion happens sometime in Amy's time. And we'll come back to that later. I like no, this you're... thing with the with the angels where when the, the angels that are out of view of the clerics are just like doing whatever they want and they're like they're like ripping apart the wires inside the trees. Yeah to make the power start to go out again. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the, the angels are, are fucking up the trees, the tree borgs, the tree beards. The lights are flickering. This is when we begin to really get a glimpse of how dumb these fuckers are. Uh, where two of them... Two, no! The dumberest... Tom Foss, 
Let's just let's just call him by his name. Tom Foss. They're sends, all Tom Foss from Kyle XY. But specifically the guy in charge who's sending them to check out the anomaly. He Tom Foss that, sends That doesn't happen yet. Oh my god, are you sure? I'm remembering this so clearly in my head that he's that the lights um, are flickering and then Tom Foss says, Go hey, you two. Okay, go no, check sorry. It out. Yeah, there's Thank one you. very short scene in the middle of this, but yeah, okay. never mind, never mind. He sends he sends Crispin and Philip uh-huh. The names of two people who are destined to die in a space crack. <laughs> um, and Amy Pond wants to see the crack when they leave. And she's like, can I please look at it for just a second? And then she looks at it for way more than three seconds and that- should have died. Worst show ever. Zero out of ten. Cinema sins. Yeah. Ding, 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 uh, ding, ding. So... Yeah, you, there's there's a lot of, like, cutaways to the Doctor in the middle of this. I'll just right. say that what happens in them is that uh, he does his stupid fucking thing where he's like, How can time run out? This is when he does, I mentioned this earlier, but I don't know if it's still in the episode because we had some, some whoopsies. But he does this thing where he, like, sticks his index finger up and he, like, spins it one way. And then he takes his index finger and he spins it the other way, like the hands on a clock moving in opposite directions. And it made me so angry and I I, I wanted to... Turn it yeah, off. I I don't know. But then he does he does his fast talking Sherlock thing where he's like, How how could a duck pond be a duck pond without any ducks? And she didn't recognize the Daleks. How could this be possible for time to run out? But what if time could run out? Time is shifting. This is what rewritten. I was thinking. What of. Is, this is what, yeah. Yeah. And okay, so here's what I'm guessing, based on some stuff that we'll we'll learn later. I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark again. Uh I think that when Amy Pond was seven, she notices the crack, blah 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 blah. She gets attacked by Daleks. The doctor saves her. Okay. Fast forward to the night before her wedding. She is now 20-whatever. She gets attacked by Daleks again. The doctor rescues her. And they have a little moment where he's like, oh, the Daleks again. And she's like, again? Oh, see, what I was thinking... And then he, and I- and then he says... Why didn't you recognize... Ah, whatever. You probably just were too young to remember. See, that's funny because what I was thinking or I was assuming is that he was referring to Amy not remembering when Daleks poured out of a void ship in the episode that we <laughs> oh. just watched and took over the Earth. Because I... And the Cybermen. Like, not not even joking. I thought that's what he was referring to. Well, I guess we don't, I, we don't know from, from Army of Ghosts if the Daleks, like, get out oh, into well, the city. Yeah. We only know the Cybermen do. Yeah, that's fair. She oh my god. Does Amy, does Amy mention... <laughs> Amy's like, this is like that time where my grandpa came back as a ghost. There's another... There's another thing where he's like... Uh, the Cyber King, a massive Cyberman rampaging through the city. <laughs> Which show, I cannot wait to see the Cyber King. This show is kind of like, you know how like in old G.I. Joe episodes, they would like hop in. They would be like, we need to get I, into I'll the... I'll just tell you right now, no, I don't. So I mean, it's a... Th- okay, you know how in Cheap, cheap Commandos, uh, <laughs> they would reference how in old G.I. Joe commercials, or in old G.I. Joe episodes, they'd be like, we have to hop into the... The cheat commandos troop carrier playset. Uh huh. And that's what GI Joe, I believe, was like. Where it would just be like different. It would be a long toy commercial. We much. have to fight the Cyber King now available at Toys R Us. It, literally, like this episode, Doctor Who is like a commercial for other episodes of Doctor Who, like trying to get <laughs> you to watch older episodes. Well, hey, the good news for them is we're gonna watch as many of them as we goddamn can. Yeah. Um. Okay. So 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 so. Uh. The bishops are like, Clerics. we need to, yeah, they, they show her the crack. 
She says it's the same shape as the one in her bedroom wall. And then, uh, yes, she thinks Philip it's and like Crispin, following. She thinks it's following her through time. Yeah, and Philip and Crispin have gone off to check it out. Who? <laughs> so Marco is the next one, and he like covers her eyes, and and this other cleric Pedro <laughs> is like, I'm gonna go check out the light. Why? And and Amy's like, shouldn't we wait for Crispin and Philip? And Marco's who? like, who the fuck are Crispin and Philip? Anyway, I'm gonna go check it out. <laughs> She's like, wait, what about Pedro? And he's like, I, there's never been a guy named Pedro, never. So never. a little bit later, uh, uh. She's talking to Marco, and she's like, he was like, what were you talking about with Crispin and Philip? And she's like, it's the two clerics who went to check out the light before Pedro. And he's like, who the fuck is Pedro? I'm going to go check out the light. Good luck. I'm going to go die now. Goodbye. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Okay. This is a uh, legitimately a big point that I have against this episode is, okay, I understand what they're doing here, that Crispin and Philip... They go to check out the light, and they get, like, unwritten from reality. Everyone forgets about them except Amy for reasons that we'll get to later. And then the next one is, like, I need I should go check out that light. Okay, fine. Why is as, anyone as going to check out the As stupid and ridiculous as it is that we are just watching them like lemmings, just one after the other, like, jumping into the meat grinder of space-time... That's ludicrous. I mean, I still think it's all on Marco for sending Crispin and Philip in the first place. Like, he he was explicitly instructed by everyone to just sit sit around and look at the Weeping Angels. And he's just like, you two, go investigate the Sinister oh, Kraken space time. This is important. We didn't mention this, that when they notice this big glow, all the angels, like, disappear. They're freaking out. Yeah, they hate it. They run away because they seemingly were, like, trying to eat it earlier, and now they're like, oh, shit, this tastes bad. This Let's get scary. the hell out of here. Yikes. But they, like, do it. They do, like, a motion scan, and they're like, the angels are still around, but they seem to be moving away from the crack. Or the the, the light, they say. So this that's thing, why they're like, let's go check it out. The however, most dangerous monsters in the world are running away from this thing, so let's however, go look at it. However, all of that aside... The last one is Marco. It's just him and Amy. For as far as he knows... He has just been told to sit with her and keep an eye on her. His memory of this whole thing is he came here with Octavian and River and the Doctor and Amy. And it's just the five of them. Three of the five leave. He's left behind with Amy. There's nobody else. There's angels are all around them. And he says, huh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at this crack goodbye surely when he doesn't think that he has backup he's not gonna just fucking walk off alone and leave amy Tom behind Foss moment you oh, cannot this- convince me that this guy is not the dumbest motherfucker in history oh wait he's not in he, history anymore because he got he got eaten by the time crack but well no because he thought about it because he gave amy his walkie-talkie before he left and he says i'll stay in contact with you why do I have two walkie-talkies, by the way? That doesn't make sense if there's only five of us. Goodbye! And then he's just like, <laughs> Why right. do I even have a walkie-talkie if I'm the only one here? <laughs> I'm going towards the crack. I'm just about there. Oh, yeah, and then we just hear like a... <laughs> and then he just stops talking and never so talks again. So now Amy is trapped by the by the ignorant actions of Tom Foss in the future. 
Um, Amy is now trapped in a forest by herself, not able to open her eyes, and she's surrounded okay. by weeping angels. Okay, we are going so out of order. I need to I need to back us up. I mean, we're not going out of order. We're just skipping over a ton of doctor scenes. Okay. But they doesn't... So please bear with me. I will catch us back up. Okay? <laughs> uh, we got the scene where they're trying to get into the flight deck. Right. They open the door. Right. Good. They, they were surrounded they... by angels. Tense, tense, tense. Nothing happens. Great. The doctor says, cryptically and thinking out loudly and shut up Ali, Oh my god, it's been happening all around me. I never noticed. The Cyber King. He walked all over Victorian London. We love it. And nobody remembers it. Uh, he says to Bishop, we have bigger problems than the angels. The crack is our biggest problem. And then the lights go out, and an angel appears with Bishop in a headlock. <laughs> yep. The Bishop, the Bishop says, he says, okay... Um, this, is this when the doctor, like, has his, his heart, heartfelt goodbye speech with the Yeah, bishop? because he, he tells the angel, he's like, you let him go, you need to es escape from the big crack. Bishop is like, he can't let, the, the angel can't let me go as long as you're looking at it. And the doctor's like, well, if I look away, it's gonna kill you. And Bishop's like, yes, you need he, to leave me. I like when he, he shines his sonic screwdriver at the angel as if to... Question mark, question mark, question mark. Well, you know, it can do pretty much everything except be yeah. a flashlight. Kill, uh, kill weeping angels, I guess. So so the bishop is like, I still don't know if his name is Bishop or if he's the his name bishop. Is but his name is Octavian. I'm pretty sure his name is Octavian Bishop. <laughs> his name is Octavian Foss. His name is on his thing. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Look at that. Look at that. I'm there already. I'm there already. Hold on. Father Octavian. Octavian. Okay. Okay. He Octavian, is a bishop. He's a bishop second That's class. weird, though, that his rank is what's on his uniform and not his yeah, name. Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense, does that's it? That's not really how you do that, but that's fine. No. Okay, so anyway, he tells the doctor, you can't trust River. You don't know who she is or what she is. I can't say anymore. But then the doctor's like, okay, but do. And he's like, okay, fine. She killed a man. A good man. The best man. Our he favorite killed, boy. He, our favorite boy. The funniest, quirkiest time boy you ever did see. This what is what a, I'm assuming. What a fan least. favorite doctor, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have no memory of this, but I'm assuming that she killed a doctor. I assume that she killed David Tennant, but I, well, I don't know. I will admit I don't know. And the, the doctor's like, who did... Huh? The actor? Yeah. And the doctor's like, who did she kill? And Bishop's like, you don't want to know... I, look, I, I, this is all I can tell you, and I will die happy knowing that my courage didn't desert me in the end. And the doctor, uh, Matt Smith gets to act in this scene, and he's, he's very, very solemnly like, are you ready, you Bishop? Did? And the Bishop's like, yes, I, I'm content. And then, and he then walks the doctor away, turns and runs. And I shoot. don't know why he turns and runs. Back away, I would say, from the angels, you fucking idiot. He's the dumbest man, except But for he gets through the Marco. hatch, and then we literally, in bones the... Bones crunching. Bones crunch in the, in the subtitles. <laughs> and so it was. This is very odd, because I, I, I very distinctly remember the Weeping Angels doing something completely different. Uh, someone, I believe it was Nero in Discord, said that in the original appearance of the Angels, they had a far more interesting way of killing it's people. It's so much more interesting, and they don't even kill you. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't understand where this whole neck snapping thing started. It's quite They do stupid. it, but... Uh, so, th this is where I get mad, okay? Oh, this is where you get mad? Because River is in the flight deck, and there's a teleporter that she's trying to get working. And the doctor says, 
It's a waste of time. Stop trying to fix the teleporter. And what is about to happen, I'll just spoil it right now, is that we're about to have a tense sequence of Amy trying to blindly navigate her way through the angels, which is ultimately resolved by River fixing the teleporter in the nick of time and teleporting her away, rendering the entire thing a complete fucking waste of time and effort. Well, you see, the Doctor is not always correct, which is why the show will treat him as if he is always, always, always correct, except for the times when he isn't, which are just written off. Because it seems to me that he put Amy at considerable risk instead of just waiting for River to fix the For no reason, for no reason. Literally, he could have just looked at the teleporter and be like, oh yeah, let's fix it and teleport her here. And he also, would, he could have just pointed also, a sonic also, screwdriver also. in it, and it would have started working again. I'm pretty sure. Also, 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 uh-huh. he is guiding her past the angels by watching them on the security camera. Why is that? Do I? Why are they two, able to move? Why can they move? And also, I thought images of angels became angels, and if he looked at them, he would get an angel in his eye. It, that that was because Amy made eye contact. Okay. Okay. Um, However, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. So he has this, like, double proximity game where he's like, listen to the sound of the sonic screwdriver, and that'll show you if you're facing the direct, right direction. And if you're, if a thing is in your path, I'll make a beeping sound. This feels he, like an, this feels like an indie game or something. Like, he specifically, <laughs> yeah. He specifically says he uploads a proximity pr- detector program onto the communicator she's using. I love when my walkie-talkie can do that. I'm fucking sorry. You are... I can suspend my disbelief about a lot of shit with Doctor Who. You're telling me that he can, on the fly, in like five seconds, program a proximity detector onto the communicator, but he can't make his sonic screwdriver emit light? He also can't fix a teleporter with his sonic screwdriver. Or fix a teleporter. I I like that we're like, I can't believe we can't fix a fucking teleporter. I don't know how to do it. But he would. He would. He would know how to do it. And he does. Or I mean, River does. does. (laughs) He's like... Sorry, what if I've skipped the lesson at Time Lord School about teleporter repair? It's bull- it's fake stakes. Like this only has stakes because he says. Look, I'm sorry. It feels lazy to just like slap the label of capital B, capital W, bad writing on something. But you wrote a situation where it begins with the Doctor as a voice of authority on the show, telling us, the viewer, the teleporter won't work. And then you say, well, because we don't have the teleporter, we need to have a high-stakes scary moment. And then in the end, it's resolved by them going, just kidding, I lied about the teleporter. I don't want to go in like script, I'm not the script doctor, trust me, I'm a script doctor, is what the joke would be. But can it be like... River's like, why don't we fix the teleporter? And he says, no, 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 it's, it, we don't have it the time. That would take at least ten minutes. And then River's like, I'll do it in five. And he says, that's impossible. We need to get Amy here now or something like that. And then then you get like, the, okay, well, here's why we can't fix the teleporter. And here's why River is going to be doing something amazing and impressive. Because we know that like, oh, wow, she's very smart that she can here, fix the I'll, teleporter I'll, I'll so put fast. A, I'll put a tiny tweak on that. Uh-huh. Forget the follow the sound of the screwdriver. The doctor can give her the stupid proximity detector and say, okay, Amy, you are surrounded. Because your eyes are closed, they can move, but something, something, I don't know. The point being, she has to just avoid them until River gets the teleporter working. 
Yeah, How about like that. Yeah, like it's a it's a video game with she's in horde mode. Yeah. She's in horde mode. Yeah, and I I did think that this was a conceptually interesting thing that the doctor says here, uh, even if it doesn't make any fucking sense. Where he's like, uh, the the angels don't know you can't see them. I think so, they do though. Well, 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 here's what happens. They he should. Says, the angels, the angels think that they are being observed because they are panicked. They're running for their lives. And they end up in proximity of a human being with eyes. They instinctively assume that they're frozen and stop moving. So he tells her, just act like you can see. Walk like your eyes are open using the beep, beep, beep. Which she, and by the way, doesn't do. they will instinctively continue thinking that they can't move. But I then don't... ultimately what happens is she trips and she goes, Doctor, I can't, I see. can't see. I can't find the communicator. And then My the angels are, are like, aha. I just... And then we do we do see for the first time the angels realizing that they can move and we actually see them I moving. I hate this. I hate this is... so much. It sucks. I don't think you should ever see the weeping angels move. I it think is it, like, creepy. I don't know. It's not really. creepy. I think. I, I think. It's, I think it's only creepy if you never see them move and they only are still. Yeah, I. I think it's it, visually creepy just to see the statues moving. Yeah, I don't know. It breaks it for me. Well, I. I. I haven't seen the famous episode Blink yet. So I guess so. But, Based but on yeah. my experience only with this episode, I did think this so, was creepy. So, Amazia, like, th- there is a good, like, good nerve-wracking part where, like, she is completely surrounded by angels and she has to, like, kind of wriggle her way through them with her eyes closed. Once again, the stakes here are strange. I don't understand. Right, because what ends up happening is that one of them reaches to grab her and then she just appears on the flight deck, and River's like, see, I told you I'd get the teleporter working. <laughs> Look, the doctor was wrong about something. Will this ever come up again? No! Uh, oh, there's a, I, a couple a couple more notes uh, from during the, the tense bullshit sequence. Uh, I, I I did like when the doctor is like, don't worry about the... what you sh- what is, He says something to Amy where he's like, you need to hurry up because there's time energy pouring out of the crack, which is a really fucking stupid sentence. Always saying but that. But he's like, don't worry about the angels. All they can do is kill you, which I did. I did like that. Yeah, it's what I like didn't like writing you from existence. What I didn't like is when he starts screaming at River Song and <laughs> he's he's like, we need to feed a big complicated space-time event to the crack and it'll do a big burp like it's just had a big dinner and then it'll it'll have to take a big nap. And she's like, like what? And he goes, like me, for instance. <laughs> like, I, I think it's fine when the doctor gets angry. Good even sometimes. I remember some good Eccleston rage. I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. But why does he go Ricky mode? <laughs> at River Song, <laughs> he Decker mode. Like, why is he doing that? Like, what is? What, why is he getting so mad at her? I don't know. And then she's I mean, like, this is the thing. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Stephen, but I'm gonna say it. It feels like he's seen stuff that works, and he's just like taking the moments. And he's like, "Oh, everyone likes the moment where the doctor gets mad." And it's like, okay, but no, we like it when though, it makes sense. We like it when it's like the situation has created something, you know, like with the Daleks. It's like he he hates the Daleks. It's very it's a very big part of his character. But yeah, he's just like, "I have to go to the crack. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Who do you work for?" for? So, but then also, River's like, well, so am I. I'm also a time traveler. I also am a big, complicated space. Shut the fuck up! Um, 
And I like it even more because he comes up with a much more neat and tidy solution at the end of it that just like... Which doesn't seem to fit with what he says here, as I far know. as I know. As I, far I mean, as I know. I mean, we don't really understand how the angels got here, I guess. I, I guess so. I don't know. Um... Oh, this is where he says, River, I could kiss you. And she says, maybe when you're David Tennant. <laughs> why, would David Tennant why would David Tennant, I, I, I'm not trying to like shoot your ideas down, but why would David Tennant be older than Matt Smith? Like, I understand the actors, but the, te- the 11th Doctor is older than the 10th Doctor, just by design of the show. Well, no, 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 What my point is that she's jumping around through time. The version of them that she kisses, if I'm right about her kissing David Tennant, is an older man than Matt Smith. Does she not understand the nature of the Time Lords? I'm not saying that she's saying maybe when you maybe chronologically when from maybe your, when your perspective actor are older. Is older she's saying, I'm saying when, when I'm saying older. that she's doing a little wink at the viewer. Maybe uh, when you are played by an older actor. Maybe That's when what you're I'm maybe when you're more Scottish, she says. Maybe when your human form, your human looking form is a forty year old man instead of a thirty year old. But that man. would have but like don't even tell her about Capaldi because holy shit, he's he's Maybe way she's older. foreshadowing a hot yeah. Capaldi makeout. Maybe scene. she's maybe she's super foreshadowing like a Hartnell or or one of the original three old doctors, like like come back to me when you're maybe in black in and the sixties. Yeah, maybe even in the sixties when you're in black and white. Uh, but what will so, Ace think if I kiss you? She says. So he uh, he calls Angel Bob on the fucking walkie-talkie, and uh, he says he tells it like you need to get out of my way. I'm going to throw myself into the crack and we will all be saved, including you. Why would he River, do that, by the way? Well, why would he? Why? It's a, well, maybe, maybe it's a little trick. Really it's a little it. trick. But River is like, I'm a time traveler, too. Shut I up, can up, jump up. into it. And then he's like, I'm more, more interesting than you. <laughs> That's literally what he says. He's he like. Does. He's like, get a grip, River. I'm the most complicated person here. I Which, hate to Stephen, be fair, it's he is. true, but, like, this is, once again, perfectly... This is a perfect, like, perfect encapsulation. This is like a fucking uh, a demigloss of Stephen, Stephen Moffat's writing, where yeah. it's just like, every... Isn't every, the Doctor just so interesting? He's so special, and same with Sherlock. Oh, he's the most specialist, most interesting, smartest boy in the world, and everything in the fucking world revolves around this one dude. Instead of, like, he's a guy who shows up and, oh, uh, yeah, he's important, he's done a lot of shit, but the, the universe doesn't revolve around the Doctor. He's just a time traveler. He's a traveler! It's in the name! He just goes places! Why is he so important? Because he's the main character, and we love him. He's Sherlock, he's Sherlock I hate right it. I hate but, it. I hate when he's keeps, Sherlock. But he keeps repeating. He's like, get a grip, River. Get, get a, a grip, grip, River. Get face. a grip. Grab onto something, River. I don't Why don't you get a hold of your that thing? Not to cinema sense, but it's not like they're looking at the angels. Shouldn't he just say, grab onto something? I'm going to do some doctor shit right now. That's a good point. There's no reason that, that he can't just be like, River, grab that. Get, make sure on. Amy's gonna, holding I'm on tight. The, I'm also going to hold on. Okay, I'm, I'm backing away. I'm grabbing it. And now blah, blah, blah. His, because, his, the, I mean, this is the thing, though. This is Moffat's thing. This is the same shit that he does with Sherlock. It's not about what makes sense 
for the, the characters viewer. to do. It's, it's about what from... keeps the the audience in suspense, whether it's whether it's earned or not. It's literally the doctor does not want the, you, the audience, improv voice, to know anything that is happening at any given time, and it makes me so angry. Like I hate. Right, this he's shit. not signaling to her. He's he's trying to be subtle at us. Like, why? Leave me alone. I just want to watch you do it, have a fun adventure. I don't want to be tricked. I don't want to but, be tricked, doctor. But yeah, so what ends up happening is that they all grab hold of everything. He reminds them that uh, the power is failing. Remember what happened at the beginning of the episode with the gravity? And and River, because because we have to jack him off real good, River is like, doctor... You're a genius. You're so sexy. And then he he says, "Remember how you were draining all the power from the ship? Well, it seems you've forgotten where you stand. It seems you've lost sight of the gravity of the situation." Uh, and the gravity of, turns best... off. They all get flung. It looks really, really it looks silly. So bad. It's so fun. Actually, well, it looks bad in a way that I like. I like seeing all the goofy statues go. <laughs> And that the was crack funny. seals shut and it goes. Bleh. It does, yeah. It does a little. And it, it like burp. it like dabs its it dabs the sides of itself with don't a big time if, napkin. It says, "Don't mind if I do." And it says, "Ooh, <laughs> I've had so much to eat. I better take a little nap for a couple more episodes." Goodbye. <laughs> we just like cut to them like on a beach somewhere afterwards. Here's a question: not to be not to cinema sins again for the fourteenth time in this episode, but counting on our fingers, Marco. Pedro, Crispin, and the other one, Philip. Who I can't, Philip, have all been consumed by the uh, by the crack and have been unwritten. So how are they explaining this to the clerics? Like none of the people who came here exist anymore, except for I the, imagine they're not. Yeah, um, so Octavian uh, or no, yeah, none of them are here anymore. None huh? of them are here anymore. They all got but eaten Octavian by the didn't crack. get unwritten. So. Uh, so River's gonna go back and she's gonna report and she's gonna be like Octavian's dead you know she's the guy like, yeah Octavian died but hey at least nobody me. else died it does make you wonder though why you didn't send us with more troops and they'll be like yeah I do wonder why that oh well very strange <laughs> that so, doesn't yeah, they, seem like our best idea oh well they're all outside of somewhere now I don't I guess wherever the B- Byzantium the Bazulia yeah maybe was. maybe in the first episode this was a location yeah. but yeah anyway uh, so this is very confusing confusing because I, I guess the idea, I'm going to try to make sense of it right here, right now, because I, I don't actually understand it, but maybe I will when I stop talking. The doctor says that Amy is safe because the angel that was in her eye was an image of an angel that this she makes saw. Sense. This makes sense to me if we're following the rules of that the show is made up which, in this episode. Which means that when that same angel was unwritten... There was never an angel for her to see an image of, so there was not an angel in her eye in the first place, so it, she's fine. It it works to me. I think it checks out. And she's like, well, why... Except is- for the fact that from their perspective, it doesn't. Okay, I do want to say one thing, though, because the Doctor's explanation, and they don't really get into it of, like, why they remember the people who get unwritten, but I did think it was interesting in this in the sense of, like... All of the clerics, they live time, they live through time linearly. If they look back in their memories and can't find any linear record of a person, then they just go, well, they didn't exist. The time travelers, 
have sort of unshackled their perception of... They're not experiencing time linearly. Right, which means that if if a person was never born anymore, but they have met them, they don't have to trace it back and be like, well, they were born, so I remember them. Because they're like, I remember him, so he existed. I, I think it's an interesting idea of them, like, perceiving, like... Yeah, just just having do, a different way of perceiving time. I thought I that was I do vaguely remember there being things about like time lords or any time traveler. If you spend enough time travel uh time traveling through time, time 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 time. What is time? How do you time? Oh, and then the doctor like 16,000 times in this episode because time can be unwritten, he says. Um but yeah, like if you're in there long enough, it does change your perception of time in a weird way. So, I don't know. Which I I dare say I think it probably would if this was a real thing. It I probably think would do that to your brain. Um, the doctor goes to talk to River. She holds up big bleeping light up giant handcuffs that I was amused by the prop of. They really perfected <laughs> hey, hey, these hey, designs. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey. Who the fuck put these on her? Wait, no, there's there's other clerics. There's here other with clerics them. here. Yeah, there there are other clerics, and that's what I was saying. What? How do you explain to them what happened if all of their friends have been unwritten from time? Yeah, they they come out of the ship, and there's like ten clerics there. Is it just that they think like, that River Song escaped onto the ship? I guess. I is guess that why that they're arresting their, her. Again? Their understanding of what happened is that they were all together, and then Octavian went off with the three of them and did a mission, and then and then they came back, and Octavian's dead. Yeah, um, they're gonna take her back to prison Very jail from their perspective. Um, this is and, what I don't is the yeah. fact that they're just like all prepared to accept. Like, that's weird. There's a whole bunch of us. I don't know why we sent you guys all off with just one cleric. <laughs> and the well, the doctor was there, and he's so special. Um, so the doctor tells the more that, the more clerics get erased from time, the cooler the doctor must be. Yeah, exactly. Just each um, time one of the, <laughs> you're just watching the cleric standing by waiting for the others, and each time a cleric gets erased, the 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 clerics who are waiting behind are just like, the doctor's pretty cool. In erased. their mind, the doctor's eye, really cool. In their mind's erased. eye, the doctor's the coolest fucking guy I've ever seen. In their mind's eye, he's getting more ripped and shredded every single time. Like these, <laughs> he must be because there's no way that he's not. If they went off alone like that, yeah, bulked up like a Ben Garrison comic. Yeah, they didn't need any backup. Wow, the doctor must be really shredded. <laughs> he's got huge arms. Uh, so the doctor tells River uh, what Octavian said about how River killed the guy. Um, and River's like, I, d- I did kill the most coolest, most special glasses wearing, trench coat, 3D glasses having, according to Sam, a uh, man that there ever was. I wonder who it was. And he was the-, the actor David Tennant. Yeah. She's being, <sighs> I, it's hard for me to have an opinion on her at this point because I really don't have a sense of her character. No. But what I will say is that Stephen Moffat is giving her some of the worst lines of the episode. I and know. I say that in an episode that has the 11th Doctor in it. Literally, like, this feels like an exercise of us just fighting Stephen Moffat for plot. Like, I don't... Because what I, is she, she's like, she's like, he was the best man I ever knew. And he says, who was he? And she says, it's a long story. No sneak previews except literally, for this one. That unlocks, she talks like fucking fragile from Death Stranding. I don't want to like, I don't want to like give too much of the game away, obviously. But that thing about no speak, sneak previews unlocked like years of forbidden, hidden memories of my brain because I remember very distinctly something that River says at least once is she says, no spoilers. And I bet you can imagine all the Tumblr gift sets of River Song with the word spoilers in it. Like, spoilers. And she, she says, smirk. 
so she says, I'll see you again when the Pandorica opens. And then he and goes, he says, that's a fairy tale. And she says, aren't we all? I'll see you again. Literally, I remember it well. Everything, everything that Stephen Moffat writes is just every, there's no, they're not allowed to answer or conclude. They have to keep raising questions and smirk at the audience about, oh, and then when we, when we learn what the Pandorica is, it'll be like, the Pandorica was created by the ancient civilization that was lost to time. What civilization? And then they'll be like, tune in next time for you the next out. episode. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Nothing I said matters because it's all Stephen <laughs> Moffat bullshit. Uh, and then. Oh, here's the worst so scene. She, oh, but she gets beamed up in a way that I Oh, was... she gets one last little, little cryptic wee quip where he's like, can I trust you, River Song? And she says, if you want. But where's the fun in that? Goodbye very zany um well till next time river song um okay so we get back in the tardis amy pond says in a way that i refuse to believe that she didn't mean for it to be construed this way she goes i want to go home and then he says like oh okay i'll take you home and she says no 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 no. i just want to stop and show you something no yeah that's not how you said that line amy uh and she says i want to show you something you're running from river not sure what that means but I'm running from something, too. And th- I didn't realize this. I didn't know that the doctor didn't know didn't that know he that took he... her away the day before her wedding. <laughs> yeah, so they show up back in her bedroom uh, five minutes after she left. Their, her bedroom, which to me reads as a as a child's bedroom. Uh, and also, I don't know Amy Pond's living situation. If she, like, lives at a house with a bunch of other people or if she lives with her parents or something. But she lives no, in a no, big-ass no. house. Um, it looked, but, I got the vibe that she lives with her parents. Yeah, that's and that probably when it. she gets married, she's going to move out. Uh, and he, and the doctor's like looking at her wedding dress and he says, oh, wow, that blimey. Sure is a, blimey, what a thing, she says. She um, shows him her engagement ring and he's like, why'd you leave it behind? Horny, like, horny. Well, it, it wasn't quite that yet, where she's yet? like, you must really be an alien to not understand why a woman would leave her engagement ring behind when running off with a strange man the night before her wedding. I guess that could be a horny line. I interpreted it more as, like, guilt. I'm very uncomfortable by the fact that Amy is, like, so attracted to the doctor who she's, like, she, he was her imaginary friend when she was seven years old. That may be uncomfortable. Um, I'm more uncomfortable with the fact that she's attractive to the Doctor, who is the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who. (laughs) Uh, You know, unfortunately, Sam, so is many, 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 And I'm uncomfortable with it. Uh, (laughs) Look, if if you're one of those people, I'm just kidding, I don't don't care. Uh, She, like, you look over and you see Tumblr open on her computer and it all makes sense. Oh, (laughs) okay, okay, I get it. I need to say something about this scene before we get into it. Uh Because I have noticed a a very interesting pattern starting to emerge, which is that any time I learn about something that Stephen Moffat said after the fact, I agree with it every time. What do you mean? He said the Beast Below was a mess, and he, he wishes that he had written it to be like a tighter story. And he also said something that I think is very correct here, which is that the story that... what What this scene is, is that Amy Pond is very emotionally vulnerable. She has run away from her wedding. She's not sure if she wants to get married. She has been rescued by this mysterious stranger. And then she's just had a near-death experience where he rescued her yet again. And she reaches out to him for comfort and for physical affection. And the whole thing is completely played for laughs. 
And Stephen Moffat said, I think that this was a huge mistake and I really regret. He said it's his biggest regret from his time running Doctor Who and that if he could do this again, he would have treated this with a lot more care and given it the weight that it deserved. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with this that. scene fucking sucks ass. It sucks so much. And also, I have no faith that Stephen Moffat could, is capable of writing. Oh, no, but he's like right that. to know that it sucks. Yeah, he's looking at his own problems and he's like, why did but, I do this? But um, before, it, before it becomes funny horny, uh, the doctor is like, very unnecessarily, I would say. Especially considering that at this point, I didn't know this, but Rory has appeared in the show, presumably in the first episode of this series. Oh, yeah, where she's like, oh, you're engaged to that super hot guy? And then she says, Yeah, he's like, like who's the lucky man? The good looking one or the other one? And she's like, the, the other one. one. I'm like, damn. She hates That's a Rory. real actor we, in his real appearance. Liked, I liked Rory in the episode. I don't think he's a bad looking guy. He's a good looking guy, Arthur Darville. And uh, then, so yeah, Amy is like really all up on him. He is, she's paying no respect to his, his like lack of consent here. He does not want this. She's like kissing him. and She's like throwing herself at him. And she's like, the morning is a long time away. She's like trying to unbutton his shirt. And gross. I was really, I was really caught off guard by how adult this scene gets for a show that ostensibly is for viewers of all ages. Like, she, he's like, Amy, I'm a hundred or I'm nine hundred and seven years old. Do you know what that means? And she's like, It's been a while. Oh my god, yeah. uh, I hate that. And then she she literally says like, It's a one night stand. It's not a relationship. And then she like, okay, she lays down in her bed with her money okay, converse on. The reason she lays down on the bed with her shoes on is because he has this realization where he's like, Tomorrow morning. <gasps> It's all been about you this whole time, Amy Pond. And she's like, damn right it has. And she gets in the bed and he's like, he's like, I don't understand what this all means, but I understand now the most important thing in the universe is that I get you sorted out right now. And she goes, yeah, you will. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Do I make you Randy, baby? Yeah. And he, like, picks her up and, like, drags her towards the TARDIS. And she's like, oh, we're going to fuck in the TARDIS. Stop. I hate it. I hate I, this. I did not like this. It's really no weird. And it's, it's like a like a collar-tugging comedy scene where he's like, not like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this scene is bad. But, yeah, but bad. then <gasps> he looks at the clock as it ticks over to midnight, June 26th, 2010. The same time that the space-time crack boom explosion was come that it was from then. Wow. And more importantly, when is it? When is it? Can't even believe this. That's and the that's end the end of the episode. That, okay, okay, no, okay, okay, don't okay, like, okay, don't okay, like, okay. Don't like, don't like, no. This is so fucked, though, because I'm like... Okay, so next episode, they're going to investigate the the time explosion or whatever. There are vampires in Venice! Next time on Doctor Who, vampires in Venice? And, like, Rory is wearing a sweater that I think had Amy's... Rory's here, by the way. Uh, It has, like, a sweater with Amy's face on it. Was that what it was? Am I losing my mind? (laughs) I didn't catch that, but I do have to say, because when we watched The Rebel Flesh, I did get pretty peeved at you for just treating it as obvious, which I don't think it was, that Rory was definitely the guy that she was engaged okay. to. Maybe maybe I my brain has been clouded by context in that I yeah, I think that I think that with the information I had, it wasn't definite. Okay, fair but enough. I think you I think you are a little bit uh absolved here because 
it's it's in the next time on that he's like, Rory, I need to talk to you about your fiance, Amy. So it wouldn't have hung over us for that long anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, next episode, the vampires of Venice, and pretty much the only things that we get from the previously on is that they're in Venice, uh, like 15th century Renaissance times, and also that there are vampires there. And they're or shitty looking. are they? They're shitty looking vampires too. Their teeth are way too long. It doesn't work. It doesn't But no, 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 but they, they said, they, there was a thing in the vampires. next time on where they're like, these are vampires. Wait a minute. No. No, they're not. They're not vampires. So um, I don't know what the fuck that could possibly have to do with any of this, but who gives a shit because it's time for the best part of the episode. <laughs> I look forward to it every week. What, this is the only part that I actually care about. This is the only reason I'm doing the podcast. This what, is the part uh, where I click the button to randomize the list what, and see uh, what our next episode is. What, is. what are the time gods dropping in our Oh yeah, sorry. I'm week. getting ahead of... I'm get, we, we, have to, we have to grade oh, we have the to episode. Rate and review. Uh, D+. Plus. No really good. that bad, i don't huh? like it i don't like it at all i didn't like the weeping angels that much i didn't like matt smith's bullshit i didn't like how contrived a lot of the plot was i didn't like how four clerics back to back killed themselves for no reason at all and it was it's just like, so fucking unintentionally like that funny he, that they just keep literally it's like guys let's go investigate that glowing light Do-do-do-do-do. I I'm should go, go investigate, investigate that, that glowing, glowing light. light. And, then, and then it ends with... I should a, go investigate that glowing light. It ends with, like, two days ex machinas in a row with the teleporter and then with the gravity. And then, and then, and then Amy, like, forcing herself on the doctor's shitty episode. I hated it. It was very bad. I wasn't enjoying it. I had to stop watching halfway through because I got too tired of Matt yeah, Smith. I don't know. I, I felt like I'm there was so much about it. like this one. There was so much about it that I didn't like. But Actually, I think that I think that the my my general experience watching it, I did I did have a good time. I am gonna give it a C plus. I think that the reason that people like this episode is because it has fan favorite Weeping Angels in it. And anytime the Weeping Angels show up, people go, "Oh shit, it's the Weeping Angels." Yeah, but like so, if if the show is doing nothing good with them, then I'm not here for it anyway. I don't it's care. definitely not the best episode we've seen, although a lot of people would tell you it is the best episode. I still think that my least favorite that we've seen so far is Legend of the Sea Devils, Devils which was just boring to me. But this is... I don't know why we're... We can't just sit here and rank our favorite and least favorite every single I think week. what we can do... I think we can do letter grades and we can have favorite, least favorite. That's easy enough to keep track of. Okay, favorite episodes so far... I I think my favorite viewing experience was Army of Ghosts so far. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, uh, least favorite was sea, Le- Legend of the Sea Devils. I'm still of the opinion that Rebel Flesh is my favorite episode we've watched so far and Beast Below is the worst. Uh, all of this, for the record, does not and never will include the classic episodes where Remembrance of the Daleks will forever and always it's be the so, best one of all time. I am so excited to watch If more you want to hear us talk about a really good couple of episodes, patreon.com slash pottingbros. It's so good. Okay, it's, here we go. I'm clicking the randomized button. Ooh. Oh, could this be a Capaldi? It's either a Capaldi or a Witakre. Please, Capaldi, I need you. Need you, Peter Capaldi, in my life. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, no, it's Whitaker. Uh, I, I feel bad. I feel it's not that I don't like Jodie Whittaker. No, it's I, that we don't I did, like the I did enjoy her in that one episode that we've seen. It's I've that I really want Capaldi. I want Capaldi okay. so bad. I've also just heard that the writing during Whittaker's oh, era is Christ, bad. this title. Uh, we are going to be watching the series 11 finale oh the What's battle it? of ranskur of kolos holy shit 
I also uh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but our our uh, our listeners and friends have uh, have insisted, and I want to bring this up just so we have it on the record. There are three time bombs waiting for us. Three bombs, three Bakudan, um, waiting for us in this episode. We're playing Russian Roulette, basically. There's a one in whatever chance that we will get the pro-life episode that I've heard people oh, talk God. about. <laughs> and yeah, then there's, there's Rosa Parks. There's Rosa Parks, and there's also a chance that we will have to look at James Corden. And then there's also a chance that we'll have to look at James Corden again, because he's in two episodes, not one. So... Those are our four time bombs. Uh, Pro-Life, Inventing Rosa Parks, and the two ones with James Corden in it. (laughs) My biggest fears. All right. Well, we will be back next week with the Battle of Ranskor of Kolos. I do see we will have Yaz again, but no No Dan the Man. No Dan the Man. No Dan the Man. Dang. I want to see Dan the Man. Well, maybe the episode will end with, like... We have this pirate costume that we bought, but nobody to wear it. <laughs> but but there's no one who it fits. <laughs> there's nobody divorced enough. When will we enough. find a big guy from Liverpool? When will we find... It says divorcees only, <laughs> big lad sized, Dan the man. And they're All like, right. well, we have to go find him. Okay, well, let's thank our let's patrons. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, you can support us on patreon.com slash potting bros. $1 a month gets you access to all of our bonus content. We're watching the classic Doctor Who's. We reformatted a little bit uh, from our from our original time flight voyage. So we are going to, we're going to be experiencing stories a little more, you know, consistently, but it's still going to be ruled by randomness, rest assured. Uh, but it's it's going to be ruled by randomness in a way that's going to make it easier for us to appreciate the episodes as they deserve to be appreciated because it turns out that they're way better than any of this shit. <laughs> I don't know I don't about know if that. I necessarily believe that. I don't know if that's true, but I did like, but I do want to just watch more of the Seventh Doctor, which is basically why. And we're going to next time. Thank, thank God. God. Uh, uh, and it also gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as lightly coated in slime. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as entirely covered in slime. And Companion. it gets you a shout out in the podcast. And you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny, funny voices. Dalek voice is an option. Josh voice, Kyle voice. Uh, $10. Uh, I, I'm not going to spoil it just yet, but we do have a message this week that's in none of those voices. And I think you're going to enjoy it. $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show made entirely of slime, which lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it if you want. We can't fucking tell you what to do. I don't know. Who cares? Have fun. Thank you. So thank you to our 10 and our $5 subscribers. Cassidy, Destryhawk, H. Cabe, Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan Big Challenge, Silva, JCH, Roy, Stephanie B, Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. My voice cracked. Stephanie B. Sorry. <laughs> Stephanie B. You're going through some changes. I'm going through some changes. Uh, we have a message this week, Jordan. This is from Stephanie Karen. All right, let's... Whose let's, turn is this? It's my turn, I think. It's your turn. Uh, this is a Hillary voice request. Oh, no. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, Hillary is from Kyle XY, and we gave her a voice that sounds absolutely fucking nothing like Nothing her. like what she sounds like. Uh, this is a fairly long one, so I encourage you to uh, just skip around... Let's see. Where have you posted? Uh, why I'm trying to... <laughs> Discord doesn't want me to send you this link. I keep clicking paste and it's not fucking pasting. There we go. Jesus, that was weird. <laughs> weird. Okay. Gonna file a bug report right. after this. Oh, no. 
it's a Tumblr link. Oh, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, like I said, don't read the whole thing. Hey there, YouTube. Uh, Stu here, back again with another video. Uh, today I'm gonna be unboxing and reviewing California Pizza Kitchen. Uh, limited edition Chipotle spicy chicken. Crispy thin crust. Uh, it says it's right there. Uh, you can cut me off, by the way. Uh, as you can see, uh, looks pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Skip ahead. You guys get, uh, grilled white meat, chicken, roasted corn, black beans, poblano, peppers. Skip ahead. <laughs> he got spicy chipotle, but it's okay. He told me to just bite the bullet, as they say. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. So, uh, I've already kind of Skip ahead. It. <laughs> So I'll come back with the review. See you guys. Hey, YouTube, back again. Uh, so now we're doing the review portion. Skip ahead. <laughs> crunch, chew, smack, <laughs> crunch, <laughs> chew, smack, crunch. Mmm, that's pretty good. I was worried it would be too spicy, but I give it a... Skip ahead. All right. Catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> There is a part where he uh, tries to open the box and uh, can't open the box and he struggles with it. And then he complains that it doesn't look like the picture, presumably because the pizza is frozen and hasn't I, been cooked yet. I did look it up. This is apparently from a channel called Robotic Bagel and it looks like it's some kid reviewing a pizza. I would assume so. So <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else we have to say? I don't think so. Well, we're hosted it's... on Noise Space. We're also on noisepace.xyz. Lots of great, huh, lots of great shows on there. Uh, shows like Wow Cool Robot, which is about Gundam, and you can watch, um, you can. Gay friends, watch. Gay friends, uh, senior dogs, gay, gay friends, whoop, gay what? friends, chainsaw dog sanctuary. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, special grade snacks if you're into Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, lots of great shows. Give them a listen. Uh, I like that all the ones that we, we told people to listen to were about anime. They're not all about a anime. Sometimes they're about Doctor Some Who. Some of them aren't about anime. Some of them are about video games, like Sounds About Light, about Kingdom Hearts. We just started Chain of Memories. Oh, boy. <gasps> Got it memorized. Got it memorized. Got it memorized. Now, we're just about at the end of our ex our podcast, but Sam, I don't think that we could possibly leave our viewers, uh spiritually fulfilled oh god unless you leave them uh which i'm assuming you're going to have to take a moment to look up now but yeah here let me mind... let me put on my holy garb it's a mm -hmm. bulletproof camouflage suit <laughs> and would you mind taking us out this week with a prayer may your life flow like a river may your days smell sweet as a rose may your nights be calm and still as a pond may you be as lucky as an ace in a game of Blackjack Harkness. <laughs> and may the doctor light your path through time. I really like... Okay, before we finish, two things I like about that. Number one, it's all it's all um, new Doctor Who post-revival, except for the mention of our favorite companion, Ace, who we love. And then well, Ace, Ace is famously in the episode after, after Legend, Legend of the Sea Devils. The sea Devils. Duh. Uh, which is everyone's favorite episode. And then also just that Jack Harkness is just... oh. Chef Gist. Uh, amen. Thank you. Thank uh, you. See you guys next time. And as always, may your life flow <laughs> like a <laughs> 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 We still haven't figured this out.
Bye. Yeah, we have. Bye. Bye.